And during these uncertain times, we really need to come together as a community, as entrepreneurs, as investors, and really back those entrepreneurs that are doing well from the Asian community. It's something we're navigating as well, right? Because we want to make sure this is a long-term thing that we're setting up to succeed. Whereas if we started it a year ago, it might have been easier. We might have adapted and learned the lessons we've had to learn along the way. Each conversation we have, we're learning more each time because it's always going to be tough times in the future. There's so many amazing organizations that are now world famous that started during recessions. It's like Airbnb is one that comes to mind, Uber, all these kind of companies. Welcome to the Bay HQ, where we inspire, connect and guide the next generation of British Asians. If you watch us on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, make sure you give us a five-star review. Today is our end of quarter one review. I've been joined by my co-founder, Gervir Ria, and we're going to discuss how this year has gone so far and what you've got to look forward to. How are you doing today? Yeah, all good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Well, as we've mentioned before, I've been struggling a little bit with my back, but Hopefully it's going to come through. I'm getting a bit old now. So what most people know us for at the moment is the podcast side of things, right? And it's always quite funny because obviously I'm in the podcast and people see my face and they'd be like, who's this other guy? <laughs> so like, can you give a little bit about yourself, right? Like obviously I know it, but so the audience get to know who you are too. So whilst Amos doing the podcast, I'm focusing on everything else pretty much. So the finance, the operations, the legal side of things as well. And just my background is that I worked in venture capital before this. And then prior to that, I was also in private equity. So I've had that sort of investment background, been in private markets for a while and I cover everything basically logistically apart from being on the camera like I'm on most of the time. And then also just looking out for great guests as well, whether that be scouting through LinkedIn or going through our network to see who's out there. Yeah, so if you guys send us your pitch decks, we've now had maybe, I think 30 or 40 pitch decks come across to us from people in our network. And one of the things we're doing is trying to help people get their funding and connect them with people. So I'll have the first look at it, but Gov is a guy who actually makes the proper decisions and he's got a much more experienced background in that sense. And let's talk about the podcast first, just because obviously that's what a lot of people know us for at the moment. We're now, this is going to be episode 42. We've got another 15, 16 people already booked in and some incredible names coming up. But we're actually making a change to that pretty soon, right? We've been doing two episodes a week. That's been great because what it means is that People from different backgrounds, from different audiences can all find us. But at the moment, we need to scale everything else we're doing too, because we're not just a podcast, right? We're a lot more than that. So the plan is very soon, we're going to drop down to one episode a week for a little period. And they may pick up again later. But the idea being that then frees up more of my time so that me and Gervi can work together and build some of the other stuff we're doing. And it's always an interesting challenge from like my perspective, right? Because when it's two episodes a week, I like that commitment. Like, I'm definitely going to do it. But the fact is, if I'm spending a day, a day and a half on that each week, that's time that I don't get to spend on the other things I'm doing. And the podcast is the inspirational side of things, right? But the other stuff we're doing is so important too. And that's one of the challenges that we've been trying to work out so far between us is how do we get all that stuff built and keep putting out two episodes a week? And as we look at that prioritization and what's important for us, going down to an episode a week where we have that episode is very strong, great guest every week is probably better than us doing two episodes a week, but they're not building out the other things we want to do. Yeah, I just wanted to add to that as well. We've been listening to the feedback as well of the audience throughout that. And I think we had a great run so far of getting two episodes out there a week, but it's that time to sort of scale down on that side a bit so that we can work on all the other stuff that we're telling, going to tell you about as well. And I think people are enjoying the lots of content out there, but I feel like now if we put one out a week, people will really look at that episode in more detail as well. And we'll be able to promote that more as well beforehand and just spend a little bit more time on the promotion of that. 
and also then work on all the exciting other things that we've been talking about as well. It's one of the things we keep talking about, like, oh, this is coming out soon, it's coming out soon. But we haven't been able to do it sometimes. And it's part of, like, we're a business ourselves, right? We're a startup ourselves. This is what everybody gets used to, where the more we get into it, the more we learn about ourselves, the more we learn about how to manage different things. And you mentioned about promotion, and one of the things that's going to happen with this episode in particular is we're going to start promoting LinkedIn again because we started with the best intentions there. Then as everything got on top of us, we didn't keep that up as enough. But so many of our guests and so many of the people that are in the audience, LinkedIn is such an important platform for them. So expect us to start being much more active on LinkedIn. If you're not following us already on there, make sure you do that. And also make sure you comment and engage with us, right? Because if you've enjoyed an episode, we want to know that because then we can get other guests like that. Or if we're putting out a job or something like that, or doing an event, give us that feedback because we can learn from that. We always want to be hearing from you. And it's the same thing with the newsletter, right? Reply to your newsletter with your thoughts. If you think it sucked, don't tell me, tell Gervir. But <laughs> that is important feedback. We need to keep understanding, okay, what's going to be useful for you? I mean, keep focusing our efforts in the right place then. Yeah, and likewise, that's for all people from all different backgrounds, whether you're an entrepreneur and you need something from us or you think that some of the content we're putting out there isn't that relevant or we should be putting out content on certain topics that you find informative or struggles that you had in our journey, just let us know because we've got so many things that we're building on our website, which we'll let you know about now as well. Like the guides coming up, the events pages as well. So we just want to make that super useful for the audience out there. So yeah, Amar, do you want to tell us a bit about the website and how that's all been going? You've been putting some long nights in on developing that and maybe we can go into, I guess, the different pillars of the website and the, the content we're going to have on there. Yeah, so it's interesting with the website is that because my background was in tech consulting and I used to build websites for other people, build like CRM systems, then it's like this is a monster that keeps getting bigger and bigger, which is a good thing. It's everything, it's like, oh, this is an exciting idea and we're adding it to it. So the website started off fairly basic with the different pillars. Whereas now it's going to come much more cohesive. We're going to get more people on board to help us out on that as well. And the bits you know about already, so if the podcast's on the website, obviously, the stories are something we've introduced this year, I'm pretty sure, in the last three months since we had the last update. And the stories is a really important thing, especially for people in the audience, is that it's a way for us to promote different businesses that maybe haven't yet reached a scale where they come on the podcast. But like from a business perspective, it's you get your SEO backlink. If people Google you, they're going to find the article. They're going to be able to see your story. It gives you that credibility. It then links into other parts of the website. So we're building that all up. So that's the important thing from the business perspective. But then from the audience perspective, which is what we really care about, to be honest, is people who are trying to start their businesses, they can read these stories of all these different entrepreneurs and people at different stages and use that to then inform their own businesses. And there's been some great ones so far. And it's one of the things that's on my to-do list is to really push that out and make sure you're getting more and more people on there because it's free. Like if you're a business, you get free coverage, free media coverage. Why wouldn't you take it? And that's something which I've been focusing on, been iterating a bit as well because making that process as clean as possible. So yeah, great thing about the base stories is supporting those small businesses, like you said, that aren't maybe at the scale to come on the podcast. And we want to reach out to all those businesses that are in those areas, whether that's Southall or Ilford or down Soho Road in Birmingham. We want all of you to reach out to us as well to, to post your story on there because we want to share that. We want to promote small businesses. And we know small businesses are the heart of the Asian community as well and how much they contribute to society. So that's something that we want to keep pushing. If we can't get you in this chair here, we still want to he help you in a variety of other ways as well. So that's a really important side to us. And do you want to tell us about the other stuff on the website, like the job board that we got coming mm -hmm. up? Yeah, so... One of the things that's being released probably at the same time as this episode, we've got two different aspects, right? So 
the job board and the events. I can talk about the events first because that's one of the things which me and Gerv have both been doing in the last few months is going to a ton of events. Like if you go to these kind of events in the startup space, you've probably seen one of us and we keep meeting people that have either listened to the podcast or know who we are and that's really good to see. But what we're trying to do is that for many people out there, right, it's like if you don't know somebody in this space, how do you make the network? And sometimes you only hear about the events which maybe aren't really right for you. And what we're trying to do is put all those events in one space. And it's also, if you sign up to a newsletter, you see that every week as well. But those events then mean that you can meet more people because sometimes you never know who the random person you meet is that's then going to like change the, your course. So for example, with us, right, it was through like Gervais, now wife, we met and then now we started a company together. And the more people you meet, the more people you work out you get along with, that's like such a powerful thing for like the community, right? So the event's going to cover events that other people are hosting, but also we're going to start hosting our own events very soon as well. And that will be networking events, will be fireside chats, will be all kinds of different things. And we'll be part of a lot of organizations you've probably heard of before. It's quite frustrating we're not allowed to announce it just yet, but we're talking to many organizations you've probably heard of. And also if you work for a large organization or an organization might want to do an event with us, reach out to us and let us know because we want to do events with people. And the more people can bring on board and connect people in different spaces, the better for us. I think with the, the, all our events that we're going to host or the ones coming in the future, we're going to make them all free. So we want as many people to attend, sign up as possible, and we'll try and make it available and recorded as well. So those who can't reach the events in person can watch them afterwards. But the whole premises of our business is to make this free because we've been to so many events. Some of them are paid, some of them are not paid, and we've seen what works and what doesn't work. But we want to make this a regular thing. We want to know that there's a certain day each month where there is that Asian event that we're hosting uh, for the community to come together, whether it's on biotech, whether it's on media, and just for people to get together. And I think something that we've noticed as well, once we've been chatting to people over the last, I'd say this quarter as well, everyone's reiterated the same problem that... Asian community has this lack of cohesion there and there are certain communities that are doing well some subsets but it's all dividing each other on in terms of race or religion or stuff even within the own Asian community and other communities see each other as a whole but we tend to divide a lot more between ourselves so we want to break down those barriers before that have been set in front of us and just become that one-stop shop to bring us all together yeah and then the other thing you mentioned there was a the job board right and this is something interesting as well, we think we can add a lot of value to people is that we know a lot of founders now, right? So if they're hiring and somebody wants to get experience as a like in a startup before actually founding their own company or a small business looking to get somebody on board, we've then got a job board where people can then find out the information. So we're helping both sides, right? We're helping people get jobs at startups if you want to get that experience. And then also startup founders to get people on board. And again, this is always in a newsletter, but as we're getting more and more people we can't put that all in the newsletter because we don't make the newsletter a million miles long right so that's now on the website it should be live by the time we're releasing this episode so you'll see on the website now there's a lot more different parts to it another part of the website is going to be student outreach and one thing we're going to do in the future is go to universities and give talks go to schools and give talks and we're looking for people whether you're a student or whether you're a teacher or if you're a parent and you want us to give a talk at your school or get one of our guests to give a talk at your school We've just got a page there now just to enable people to reach out to us about that. And that's something which is going to be a really big, important pillar as we go further ahead. 
but we're just working our way up to that at the moment. Yeah, I think that's a really important part for us to get those leaders and those entrepreneurs in the community that have done really well to go back to where they've come from. So some of them might have come from these deprived areas, but then they want to give back, but there's no medium for them to give back or no one's setting it up for them to go back to that school that they went to or that area that they want to to give feedback and tell the others what their journey was. And I'll always give this example when we're meeting people that Mm -hmm. imagines that there's that little Asian boy running around Southall and he's got that great Mm -hmm. idea of a business, but he's got no connections. He's got no role models. And how do we bring the connections to that little boy Mm -hmm. there? And also those aspirational role models as well. And I think the, the school and university outreach is an important part of that because there are a lot of people in our community that want to give back and it's embedded in a lot of our culture to give back. And we are very generous as well when we all come together, when there's a reason to come mm-hmm. together, we are very generous, but it's about us actually coming together for the right reason and giving back and sharing these stories with the next generation that might not have those resources. A great example of this, like always use my example as well is Dimple Patel, who's come on the podcast, where she was raised in a council estate. And then from there, she then sold like 37 coffee shops, raised 40 million, sold a company to made.com. But at the time she didn't have any role models, right? So now like people like her at a certain space, they want to give back. And it's these people who've come from these sometimes tough upbringings that have that mentality. And a lot of people as well, we've had people in the podcast, somebody I've recorded who hasn't released yet, Richard Ng. And he was saying he came from privilege, but he said he's very aware of that privilege and he wants to give back too. So what we've got, and obviously we see the people behind the scenes in the podcast, a lot of the people we've had on really want to give back and just giving a organized structure to make that easy for them. Because if they have to try to arrange everything, then it becomes difficult and it's reducing that friction. And as we hope as things go on, we gather that momentum. We just have a huge network of people who want to go and give talks at schools or universities or to people from different backgrounds. And obviously as it spreads them in, we're quite London focused, but we're going to do more and more in the other regions as well in the future. So it's always as well, like if you're listening to this and you want to help us out in any way, just reach out. Like we'd be happy to try and see where things can work out because we've got our ideas about what we want to do and how we're going to do things. But if the right person comes along and has a great idea, we could definitely collaborate and work out that too. Yeah, and we run all of this not for profit. So all of it is just coming from the pure passion of ourselves and giving back to the community. So if anyone else got that shared vision and they want to volunteer and help out, just let us know because we're all doing this for the good of the community. And like me and Amar said before, we're setting this up, me and him, but we also want this to self-sustain itself so that in mm-hmm. five years time in, or even less, less than five years time that this organization just runs itself and is embedded into the community. I think there's another important part on our website as well, which is uh, the profiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell the audience a little bit about that? Yeah. So one of the things that's always frustrated me so much is where people say, oh, there's nobody who looks like me who's done what I want to do. And there definitely is. It just maybe you haven't heard of them. And sometimes that's because they're not getting the coverage that they deserve. So what we want to do, and that's through the profiles and through the news on the site, is you go onto our website, you can look at, okay, I care about this sector and I want to be an investor or I want to be a startup founder or a small business founder. And you can look for other people who are in that segment. And then you know, okay, look, there's people who look like me who've done it before. And here's their company, here's their details, here's news stories about them. And it's just increasing that awareness because I think sometimes it can be quite intimidating people that think, oh, but everybody who's doing this is from a different background or nobody's doing this. But there's actually always people. Just sometimes you don't know how to reach them or you don't know what they're doing. 
And the more kind of role models you can get through that profiles, you can just see there's a ton of our community doing really well. And yeah, just breaking down that mentality of we haven't done this because we have. Well, there's a lot of us doing well, but there's too many of us who need that role model and need that extra help. And we need to find a way to do that. And that's what we're trying to achieve. And the reality now more than ever is those Asian businesses need support out there. We've seen a lot of turmoil in the last week or so with everything going on with SVB. And we know how much that's hit all the founders out there, all the entrepreneurs, all the budding entrepreneurs, all the investors as well that have banked with SVB as well. So we know there are those shocks in the market at the moment and there might be further coming up as well. We just don't know. And during these uncertain times, we really need to come together as a community, as entrepreneurs, as investors, and really back those entrepreneurs that are doing well from the Asian community. Yeah, it's because it's interesting as well. When we obviously started this, the kind of downturn and funding stuff were just starting and the crypto winters kind of things. Whereas with the fall of SVB and Silvergate and like now Signature Bank as well, there's all of these major crises in some way that are affecting people's risk appetite, how people think about different things. And it's, we also kind of advise people, it's like always be careful and make sure you've got the, your risk spread out, that you don't put too much pressure on yourself. But at the same time, you've got to, like, you've got to have that management of risk, but at the same time, still go forwards and don't let that, and don't let that stop you because you just never know, like, there's so many amazing organizations that are now world famous that started during recessions. It's like Airbnb is one that comes to mind, Uber, all these kind of companies they started in those crunches. And what you'll find is that it is hard to get funding right now. It is harder to get people to back your business. But the ones that get that backing often do very well because they've had to overcome a higher hurdle. And what we can look at with people and what we can try and give people advice on is how to change your model, how to find the right way to explain things so that it can have that backing. Because we all know in the past five years or so, some companies have got funding that shouldn't have got funding. They weren't good enough companies. Whereas now that conservative nature of what's happening a bit more should hopefully mean that if you get the funding, that's a really big stamp of approval. And it's also for many companies, bootstrapping might be the best thing. So for people who don't know what bootstrapping is, bootstrapping is where instead of taking external funding, you fund your own business. And that could be a like real thing that a lot of people need to consider is, should I be funding this myself through like making sure I get early profits rather than think about like, how can I get huge revenue, but making a loss. So these are all the kind of questions that we'll be talking about a lot and even in terms of the podcast and things like that as well, about that right balance of when should you look for funding versus when should you try and do it yourself? Yeah, and I think this is an ideal time still for the Asian community and Asian entrepreneurs to thrive. I think Asians just as a community are very frugal in general. I remember someone telling me recently that he was telling someone who was non-Asian about when there's a little bit of ketchup left in the bottle and putting the water <laughs> in to get the most out of it and get every last drop. And I think we've got that instilled in us to battle through those tough times, to squeeze every last drop out of everything we do. And I think those businesses will thrive during this time as well. The ones that can see this period through can either bootstrap or not get the funding and find other ways to still scale up during that time or work on the product during this time where there's a lot of turmoil and then scale at the right time when those opportunities are there. The current market conditions also affected us too, right? Because some of the people looking at other partnerships or people to come on the podcast, when the company's in quite a stressful situation, then that then affects the communication. You can see that where a lot of like big tech companies are making a lot of layoffs right now. 
And if you're making a lot of layoffs, the priorities are different. And sometimes it can create this kind of short-term mindset rather than what's good for the long-term. And it's something we're navigating as well, right? Because we want to make sure this is a long-term thing that we're setting up to succeed for the long-term. We have to navigate these different situations. So in that, for us, in some ways, it's been a good thing about starting things in this time because there's always going to be tough times in the future. But by doing it now, it's tougher. Whereas if we started it a year ago, it might have been easier. But then it might have been too easy. We might have adapted and learned the lessons we've had to learn along the way. And even in terms of like how we frame things and how we speak to different people, each conversation we have, we're learning more each time. And I guess just to like wrap up now as well, right? So what's the big things we're looking for? So one of the things we're still working on is those partnerships. Obviously, we're in discussions with some people at the moment on a variety of things from events to the project that we're doing. But we're still open to hearing from others as well. And we're really open in terms of whether that's for an event, for the overall project, whether it's uh, if you've got a cool drink out there as well and want it mm. placed during this podcast or something like that or a product that wants to be advertised during it. I think we're open in terms of that as well. And we welcome any sort of new opportunities coming up. And I think throughout that process, which we've been going through of reaching out to these corporate partnerships, one thing we've found as well and we've learned along the way is that not many people have raised the sort of Asian cultural issues at board level at some of these corporate companies. I think some of the other backgrounds have discussed them more openly as well and rightly so but in terms of our culture it's generally sometimes a little bit more reserved. I don't know if it's the the marrying of the Asian and the British culture, which makes us ultra reserved. But some of us have reached those prominent positions, but not all of us have voiced that at a corporate level. Mm -hmm. But I think that's changing now. And not only with us, but with lots of others, we're raising the issue of why the Asian culture is different to other cultures and the societal issues that we do face and the disconnect that we still do have and that we do make up a lot of the population, but we still do have a lot of issues as well that prevent us from reaching our full potential. So I think raising those issues at a higher level to corporates as well has been an interesting journey because they haven't seen it framed in the way that we've been doing as well. Mm. Um, So I think that's been an important step of educating some of these corporates on what the Asian culture is and how much further we can get to as a community if we have a bit more backing. Yeah, I think people forget that in the UK, it's like we're 10% of the population. And especially if you look at the major cities, we're much a higher population as well. So it's one of those things where sometimes people say like, oh, there are Asians doing well, but it's like there's so many Asians who aren't doing well too. And it's like, how do we reach those people? And the other thing is like, like we said, we're, we're expanding quite rapidly and there's a lot been going on behind the scenes. And if anybody wants to help us, that'd be like great for you to get in touch as well. If there's anything which you think we should be doing that can help you or can help other people in the community as well, let us know. And we'll try to get people on board or try to work things out and see how we can prioritize that. So we also make so like a conversation between us and everybody else. It's not us telling you what's right and what's wrong. It's everybody working together to make this the best thing possible. And I think you mentioned it earlier as well, how I'd say in like five, 10 years time, you want this to be the situation where so many people working and involved in our community, where people don't even necessarily realize it's us who started it, because it's all about the organization and the Bay HQ rather than two people. And that's the end goal of this. And one thing's coming out soon, which we're quite happy about too, is the merchandise. So it's an easy way to support us financially, is just buy some of the merchandise, wear it proudly, wear it to the gym, wherever you're going to wear it. And hopefully you get more people interested in. The more interest we have, the greater impact we can make. 
Yeah, and thanks so much for listening and thanks so much for supporting us in, throughout this quarter as well. We've had some great developments along the way, but we wouldn't have got there without your support and also your feedback along the way to keep pushing us to improve and build out this project further. We're laying the foundations this year. We still say it, say it in that way that we're laying the foundations and then for the community to just be able to build upon this project in the future. So yeah, thanks for all the support. Hello, hello everyone. Thank you so much for listening. It means a huge amount to us. And we don't think you realise how important you are. Because if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, if you leave us a five-star review, it makes a world of difference. And if you believe in what we're trying to do here, to inspire, connect and guide the next generation of British Asians, if you do those things, you can help us achieve that mission. And you can help us make a bigger impact. And by doing that, it means we can get bigger guests, we can host more events, we can do more for the community. So you can play a huge part. So thank you so much for supporting us.